Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So, so, so excited to talk with her. She is somebody that is going to help set us straight when it comes to our finances. And unless you're a financial genius, I'm sure you, you struggle with it from time to time, trying to figure out how to budget here, how to pay for that, best options for, for credit cards, mortgages, and all of that. She is a financial purse strategist, and she's somebody who helps women and entrepreneurs come up with financial purse strategies to build their wealth and, and move their lives forward in, a, in an easier way. I am talking about Catherine Gail Turner, and she joins us on the program. Welcome. How are you doing, Catherine? Hey, thanks so much, Steve. Thanks for having me on. I'm doing great. So good to have you here. Now, of course, we've heard about financial strategists or you know, financial service professionals, financial purse strategist. What's the difference? So the difference is I help in the process of building wealth, not just the products. The products are definitely a byproduct of the service, but the service really is helping entrepreneurs think and coming up with strategies for individuals so that they can, you know, walk in their purse vision. Now, we're going to talk about budgeting in just a moment, but what do you hear mostly when you talk with people, either clients, potential clients, or friends or connections, what are they dealing with right now when it comes to their money? Most of them are dealing with not really knowing how to manage it properly and having also, as I talked about last week, having a mindset that, oh, I, you know, I work hard, so I just got to spend what I want. But um, by not having a good plan for your money, because that's all a budget is, it's a plan for your money. You don't have a plan for it, it'll have a plan for itself. itself. <laughs> yeah. So... Most of them not properly managing. And then the other part is sometimes people really just don't know how. They don't know how. 100%. (laughs) You know, they need to be led. And there's so many different questions you might have. I mean, I just changed up credit cards recently. I still wonder if I made the right choices in moving a balance from this card to that card, how I pay them off, how I make the, you know, the monthly payment and all of that. You might think, you know, you're doing it right, but how do you really know for sure, right? Right. Well, and and I like to, a lot of times, you know, people um, pay for the different services where they go out and have a credit monitoring or a company that, you know, helps them to manage it. I'm not so much into that. I really like to look at, because it's not, it's not a, so much of a cut and dry, like pay the credit card off that has the highest interest rate. Okay, great. In the long run, you will save an interest. And then another strategy might be to, you know, pay off the lowest balance. But I like to look at things collectively. Let's look at the balance. Let's take a look at the interest rate. Let's look at the cash flow. How much is that monthly minimum payment? Sometimes if you got rid of the one with the highest cash outflow, you will resolve a lot of issues. So it's you really have to look at it strategically, and that's one of the things I love doing, sitting down and, hey, let's look at it and then come up with the right plan. And really peel back the layers on the different restrictions on the cards and everything that goes in with that. I mean, there's so much fine print, if you will, about the, the interest rate. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, once we, we start looking at it, it's like, yeah, this is, oh, wait a minute. This is not making sense anymore. I think I know what I'm doing, but I'm not 100% convinced I know what I'm doing. How about budgeting? Yeah. 
You know, for you, and I know we, we just talked uh, off air a moment ago, you have a big birthday coming up very soon. Yes. <laughs> and happy, happy pre-birthday, by the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very exciting. Yeah. And, and and a party on the way. And it, and it's kind of funny we're talking today, but you're budgeting for that. There's there's things to keep in mind for that. Where do we start with budgeting? Where we want to make to remove that stress, make life a little bit easier. Right, right. So first of all, take a deep breath and realize it is a plan. And plans can change, all right? So it is not something I think people get scared because it's like, oh, my God, I won't be able to live. I won't be able to do anything. But that's not the case. It's a plan. So you start with realizing that, all right, it's my plan. It's not someone else placing a restriction on me. This is me having some discipline so I can have more fun, okay? But i got to take care of business first. So the first approach I like to look at is, First of all, let's see what's coming in. And a lot of times people only focus on the net income, what hits their bank account. I like to start from the beginning. What's your gross income? You know, Steve, if you ask someone, hey, what's your, what's your annual salary? Nobody's going to tell you that net, that net income amount. They're going to boast and brag about, oh, yeah, I make six figures, you know. They're not going to talk about the fact that perhaps only 80000 hits their bank account in yeah. a year, all right? <laughs> it's, it's so you know what it's so true because you forget about oh I had to I got to pay taxes there I had to pay this I had to do that I had to do this it's a it's an eye opener without a doubt it it is so let's start with that growth and then back out and see what's actually coming out of that check uh, before it hits your bank account that's for those that are um you know that are employees for the entrepreneurs let's take a look at what is that monthly net profit looking like? In that case, net profit is the key. You've got this big client and money's coming in, but you've got some cost of sales. You've got to buy some things just to make that sale work. And so let's look at what is that number going to look like. Then we can start talking about where that money's going to be allocated. So that that's the approach. What's really coming in? What's coming out before you even, um, you know, before it hits your bank account. And then let's start talking about the expenses. And it's a moving right. target. If you're somebody who, let's say, does sales, where you, your, your salary might vary. Absolutely. And that's where you take a look at what does that average sale look like. Or if you want to really be conservative, what's the lowest amount? What's the worst-case scenario? Because, you, you know, you've got to have at least enough to cover your basic outflow, your basic bills. Sure. So... You can, you can start with, here's the lowest amount I expect, and budget around that lowest amount. Therefore, anytime you have really great months, you've got that cushion, and you can you know, work around it. How did this all begin for you, Catherine? Where, where, where did you get the, uh, you know, the, the affinity for money? I mean, we all have an affinity for money, but <laughs> in terms of managing it and helping other people. Right. Um, it started when I was a kid. Um, hmm. My mom was an entrepreneur. I was adopted, born and raised in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and my adopted uh, mom had a daycare. And so I would help her with uh, you know, just managing things as far as writing out the menus for the kids, and then you got to see, like, you know, what did the food cost and, and those things. So I started there. She also babysit for a couple. A couple, the husband was a CPA and the wife was a teacher. Wow. Voila, voila, here I am. <laughs> I'm a combination <laughs> of... Uh, 
of them. They really influenced a, a really great couple uh, named the Baileys. And so I was good at math, and when I was a kid, I thought, like in ninth grade, because we used to call it um, junior high. It's middle school these days. <laughs> yeah. But I'm aging myself, telling you that, telling you how, about how old I'm going to be. 60 tomorrow. <laughs> mm, I, I'm right there with you, so don't worry. <laughs> I know what you're all right, about. all right. Yeah. Hey, the best is yet to come. But I remember in, um, you know, basically in, in, in junior high thinking that I was going to be a mathematician because I just didn't know what other career fields there were. Went to high school, and there was, you know, an accounting department, accounting uh, curriculum. I took accounting, loved it, and to this day, I'm still an accountant, and I'm also a financial purse strategist, which is what I really, really um, love and been doing that for um, about 20 years. Boy, you have the passion. You really love numbers. You really do. do. Yeah. I absolutely do. <laughs> I love numbers so much. This morning I woke up and I thought, okay, um, I'm not going to have a, another birthday party, a big one, um, you know, next year or the next year. But I thought, you know, I was born in 1963, so maybe I'll have a 63-63 party. So literally, I think numbers, that's just how I'm wired. <laughs> wow. You know, you are, <laughs> you know, as an accountant. Uh, and, and just you have the passion for, for helping others as well. What is the biggest mistake when it comes to small business that many owners, entrepreneurs make? I believe that the number one mistake that entrepreneurs make is not having a team of professionals to help them. Many of them are excellent at their craft. They know how to do their business, but they take for granted the accounting, yeah. and that is a critical mistake. Next thing you know, that do-it-yourself ends up being a you've done it in for yourself, <laughs> and you will have IRS bills and things like that. So if you hire the right professionals and having that team, I'm actually going to get a book out hopefully by the end of this year about that, um, and it's having the right team of professionals that can help you. But doing your own accounting, that's the number one. You must have a professional that knows what they're doing so that you can have some accountability, all pun intended. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you said, the, you said the right thing in finding the right financial team, the right accountant, because I've been down that road. And oh. I you know, took advice from a part of the family who used somebody and, well, me, he may have served others. He's a wonderful man. Just, you know, he was... Um, didn't didn't really know as much of the the laws and was kind of old school too. Um, mm -hmm. And down the road, it led to some challenges. So I had to move mm -hmm. it, move in a different direction because he he wasn't right for me. Um, but yeah, it's making sure that they have your back. They're watching. Um, there is accountability, you know, and they have the yeah. passion, you know, like you do and care where you can you can reach out to them when you need them uh, because yeah. you never know you never know what's gonna gonna pop up. Uh, other That's thoughts, true. you know, especially as we. Uh, we enter uh, tax time, and I know that uh, if you pay quarterly taxes in your small business, you have a payment coming up very soon. Um, yes. Thoughts there. What should we, in terms of taxes, be thinking about? Anything resonate with you? So the, the biggest thing that resonates with me concerning taxes is setting aside the money to pay them. Mm. All right? That's something that should be on the budget for the business, setting aside the money that you're going to have for that uh, quarterly estimated payment. Um, most of the time, businesses are focused on cash flow, which is important, and they're focused on sales. But if you do not set aside that money, you're going to have some trouble. 
and that's, again, how you can have, you know, large debts, things like that. So if you are not able to make your full payments for your quarterly estimated tax payments that are coming up, they're going to be due uh, by the 17th, then pay something as opposed to nothing. Pay something. Um, that will help you, especially when it comes to the end of the year, and let's say that you do have a tax liability and you owe, you may be able to make an arrangement with the IRS for a payment plan. But if you haven't been making your estimated tax payments, they, that's not going to be favorable for you. So while I am not a tax accountant, I have a team. I have colleagues that love taxes, love them. I don't love them like that. Mm. I love the process of making sure that, again, with the budgets and the cash flow and helping those entrepreneurs to think or individuals to think about, you know, what is it that you want and how can we get there? But we got to have a plan. Yeah. Uh, and based on your knowledge, and I know you're, you're not a tax accountant, but does the IRS make that realization that, oh, okay, they paid something toward a quarterly tax. Uh, they didn't pay the whole thing. Obviously, they're going to be in on the hook for that and penalties. But does it does it work in your favor at least to pay something, whatever you can pay, maybe something substantial on that payment? I really believe so. I believe that it does make a difference. And again, not being um, a tax professional myself, um, you know, I would actually reach out reach out to my team, and if it's an individual, go ahead and reach out to your tax professional and 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 take take their take on it. But for me personally, doing something does show effort. It does show that you're trying. And you got to get better. You got to get you got to get to the point of okay, I don't have it. I really didn't plan well this time, but I'm going to do something, but I'm going to plan better and then the next three when the next 3 months roll around, I'm going to have it and 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 pay something. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, an effort. It's it's kind of like just showing a pattern of good works. Um I'm a, you know, biblically based financial uh strategist and there's a, there's a scripture over in the New Testament that talks about having that the young men or that should have a pattern of good works. I think that goes to everyone. If you try, you do something, make that good effort, you know, it's like your name. Your name is worth far above the price of rubies. So you're doing something yep. to, to show that good faith. I think that makes anyone, you know, have, give you some mercy, <laughs> give uh, you some grace. I'm right there with you. Catherine, I, I really am. It's your integrity. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we, we, we trip. Sometimes we stumble a little bit. And you know, financially, Absolutely. things happen. But if you yep. do the best you can, as opposed to saying, well, I'm not going to send them anything. You know, heck with them. Yep. Let them catch up with yep. me. It's just going to work against you. You know, they're, they're sure. going to see that you don't have that goodwill. We, we yep. have some questions. So we're going to take a very short break and come right back. We're talking with Catherine Gail Turner, she is a financial purse strategist, a author, an accountant, a motivator, and so much more. Your website, it's pretty easy, right? It's your name. It is, yes. www.catherinegailturner, and that Gail is G-A-I-L. That's the website. Dot com, yes, and it's Catherine with a C. And if you want to reach out to us, instantfeedbacksteve at gmail.com. And we'll be right back. Hang on. Celebrating Bubby's 70th birthday. Seven months after her birthday. Saying I don't to more postponements. And I do to each other. The life-changing vacation? Just a little later in life. And the taste of some home cooking that's been simmering for months. Sorry, I think this one's mine. Oh, my bad. For all the things that you've been looking forward to getting back to. 
We've got a plane for that. Visit JetBlue.com for everyday low fares. Hi, I'm Randy, and this is Dave. We're the founders of Bombas, the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. So comfortable, we sold and donated millions of pairs. To sell and donate a lot of socks, we became obsessed with comfort. We reinvented the sock from the ground up, adding comfort innovations along the way. It worked. People tried them, loved them, told their friends about them. Helping us sell and donate millions of pairs. Try them now at bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash comfy. Parallels Desktop, the number one choice of Mac users to run Windows on Mac. Windows applications run effortlessly. Parallels Desktop is seamless and fast. Whether you need to run a Windows program, develop or test, game, or just looking for the ultimate flexibility without having to restart, you're completely covered with Parallels Desktop for Mac. Fast, powerful, and easy. Atera includes everything MSPs and IT pros need in one easy-to-use and affordable remote monitoring and management solution. With Atera, you get in one integrated IT tool suite, remote monitoring and management, remote access, patch management, help desk and ticketing, billing, reports, and so much more. Click below to discover Atera today and start monitoring unlimited devices within minutes. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We're helping your financial situation today. We have a financial purse strategist. She's an author, she's a speaker, she's an entrepreneur, and so much more. And she's Catherine Gail Turner. Now, Kelsey checks in from Providence, Rhode Island. And she's on instantfeedbacksteve at gmail.com. She says, I'm trying to bring up my credit score. I've heard you can get a free legitimate credit report. I'm also afraid to apply with my personal information unless I know it is the exact website. Do you know what that site is? Absolutely. Great question, Kelsey, right? Yes. So um, you want to go to www.annualcreditreport.com. That's annualcreditreport.com. Don't go to the one. Don't go to the one that says free because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Go to annualcreditreport.com. You can get a free credit report annually once a year. So, of course, you'll spread it out. So if you get it in March of this year, then you can get it March of next year. And it is absolutely free. It does not have your credit score. It is a report from all three of the credit reporting agencies. You've got, you know, Equifax, Experian, and Transamerica, or TransUnion. And you will be able to then see what's on there. They're going to be different from, you know, some may have this information, some have that. You want to compare them and see if there's something wrong. Mm. Because if there's something wrong, that's how you can increase that score. That's one way. By fixing it. Annualcreditreport.com. I'm always looking out for myself and everybody else. So type it accurately in when you go there. I can imagine there could be some unscrupulous people that may get the domains with spelling errors, and then now you're gone to another site that's not the site. It may look Mm -hmm. like the site, and then they get your info. So type it in annualcreditreport.com. So when we talk about credit scores, they vary between the three major reporting uh, companies, right? They do. Why is that? Um, They use different uh, algorithms. 
different systems to, to do that. Some may weigh heavier on one portion and another, but all of them are going to weigh heavy on how much debt you have out there, what's your utilization. So if, let's say, for example, that you have two credit cards, all right? One has $10,000 available credit, and another one has 5000 available credit, right? So that's $15,000 of available credit. You should not charge, believe it or not, Steve, you should not have any more than 10% of that available credit utilized at any time. So what's that? $1,500. $1,500 out mm. of 15000 available. Now, if you're up to 30%, which is drop dead, do not ever go past having more than 30% of a balance on your credit card, um, that, that would be the limit. It, it will affect your score. But, again, if you can stay uh, 10% and below, that's best. That's why I have multiple credit cards and I have a very large amount of available balance. And I do not use all those balances, obviously. And that way, can I give you another good strategy here? Please. <laughs> I Absolutely. Love it. This one here makes me so excited. Okay. What I do, I have the multiple credit cards with the available balance. You charge something on, on them from time to time so that they're, they're going to stay open. All right? Go, go buy a cookie. Go buy a, go buy a, car, a gift card for someone, right? <laughs> and pay it off. What's going to happen is you're going to end up getting a balance transfer offer, which we kind of alluded to earlier. When you get that balance transfer offer, now you're going to have that 0%. You're not going to charge anything to that credit card while it has that 0%. That's why you need multiple cards. Make sense? Yeah, totally. And I think in, in a roundabout way, I, I did that somewhat recently. <laughs> okay. same, same thing. Okay. Because I was moving balances right. around and, uh, you know, I was getting slammed. One, I had like a $10,000 balance on, uh, maybe it was 12. And like I was paying a hundred and something dollars a month finance charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so time to move that over. Um, great, great advice. You really uh, are plugged in to, to the right. financial world. I, you know, one final question. When, when mm-hmm. somebody says what their credit score is, Okay, so let's say, you know, yeah, hey, I have a 789 or whatever it is. Can you say that from the different agencies and be considered accurate? Because they can vary by like, you know, 40, 60, 70 points on your score. Or is your true credit score the, the average of all three of those? So that's a great question. The best way to look at that is if you have the score from all three. Now, if you get the score, not just the report but the score from all three, you may have to pay for that, okay? You may have to pay for that. But nevertheless, you'll have three different scores. Go with the middle score. If you are going to purchase a piece of real estate, they're going to look at that middle score, and that middle Mm -hmm. score obviously is going to be, you know, higher than the lowest and lower than the highest. So if you take a look at that as, like, that's more accurate, that that's my credit score, that's fine. Also, you can get the score through other sources, like, for example, some banks and some credit cards offer free services to get the score. Now, it's a different system um, that they utilize, a different platform for the score that differs a little bit from the Fair Isaac, you know, uh, the FICO score. There's different different platforms out there. But nevertheless, it's going to be pretty close. And with mine, through one of my banks, I get updates on a daily basis of what's going on, and it's free. I believe in free 
<laughs> I believe oh. in not paying for things you don't have to. Absolutely. Free as me. <laughs> right, right. Without a doubt. If somebody wants to work with you and clean up their financial situation, whether it's their personal or even, let's say, they have a small business, does the process start with them going to your website? And I know that you have um, you also have a uh, newsletter for news and events and, and tips, too, that somebody can get just by uh, giving their email address. But it, does it start just with your website? Yes, it starts with the website. And... Uh, by going there, there's a, a, a place on there where you can sign up to be a subscriber. And I'm actually getting ready to even update my website, so I'm really excited about that. Um, that will be coming soon, um, so a little, little bit more powerful. And on my update, I have my Calendly link. But if someone was to book an appointment with me and they wanted to go through the Calendly link directly, they literally would put the www.calendly.com and then the backslash good books. LLC. Excellent. Wow. You, well, you know what? I'm going to let you go because I know you have a lot of planning. You have a big, big day coming up tomorrow. And uh, with that, some budgeting for that party, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, great talking with you again, everybody. The website, if you want to change, change your life financially, make it so much better. It is Catherine with a C, Catherine Gale turner.com Catherine, great having you on with us i i appreciate all the info i'm 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 really excited honestly talking again because there's so much here and so much information that uh all of us need to know to uh save money and uh and and live a less uh financially stressful life so um with that we'll talk soon but happy birthday to you Oh, thank you so much, Steve. And just everyone, remember, wealth is so much more than money. And I'm about to have a wealthy time tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God bless you. Have fun, and we'll talk soon, okay? All right. Sounds good. Take care. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So you see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. And when you are, you should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouthful, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What table? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.